in this meeting, I was like, um, if it's not about the relationship, if it's not about uh, more opportunities, that I'm not doing it for free. But if there is opportunities that could be leveraged or, you know, great partnerships that could be done, I have no problem doing things for free. Now, once again, the monetizing for me is not just money. Monetizing for me, what I realize is also has to do with relationships, right? Monetizing for me is also about getting some of my time back. So when I'm looking at, you know, what should I do for free? What should I not? There still has to be a level of monetization for me in in the way that I define monetization, right? Not saying that is the Google way or the, the Webster way of what monetization means. For me, it means those three things, money, time, and relationships. If I can get one of those three in this dealing, I'm Gucci, right? But in the past, I'm, I was reflecting and I'm like, I did a lot of things for free and didn't get nothing in return that in which I don't do things for things in return, but realizing the other person was benefiting the whole time and low key, not a particular person, just situation. So I don't want people to be like, oh my God, what's, what's Nikki talking about? Right. But, um, you know, the situation, they were getting majority of the benefit and I wasn't learning anything. I There there was nothing in it for me, but because I was oblivious and didn't really know, I was like, yeah, sure, why not? What? Let's go, let's do it. Boom, boom, boom. Certain life experiences is now why we're here talking about it because some people don't know when to... Uh, put a charge to it. Some people don't know how to leverage. Some people are unaware of that you can pay, you can, you can charge for what you do, though you may not think it's a big deal or it won't take you so much time. So much time is still time. So I wanted to talk a little bit about it. Um, I know me and Moose both have have battled with this this topic somehow, some way, and have gotten the bitter end of the stick at certain points. So I just want, you know, me just want yeah, to have yeah. the combo. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's super real and relevant simultaneously. I mean, I, I'll jump right into it, man. You know, I I think just about what you said as far as getting stuck or being in a position that really isn't mutual in a sense it's it's not it's not really happening on both ends where you feel as though okay this is fair to you and it's fair to me although i may be doing something for free you know i find that of course it's always the premature jump that gets you stuck it's it's the desire and the desperation to get out of whatever your current situation is and get into this next thing that you making your mind to be a lot better that you don't really evaluate what makes sense and what doesn't 
And so if I just want to jump in, and that's why I've always said, be careful with just saying that you're an entrepreneur. It's, it's not about being an entrepreneur. Like, you know, you can, you can have time freedom through unemployment. It's, it's not about becoming an entrepreneur to, be, to have free time. It's about having a vehicle that is profitable, that is progressive, and that is driving impact to the specific cause or group of people that you want to help. That's what it's about. So when you are not clear on that, when you are not really, really intentional about making that move the right way, you start looking at just what feels is the solution or whomever seems as though they're doing what you wish to be doing. And you say, okay, bet, I'll just, I'll just attach myself to them. And, and I'm sure they can put me to the promised land or they can get me closer to that, that lifestyle that I want to keep. So it's, it's unfortunate that this desire for what we put in our minds to be success, progress, whatever you want to call it, it ends up blocking our vision for what is right and what is out of bounds. It just doesn't make sense. Now, if it, the minute you get overly emotional, forget it. That black and white logic is out your head. So I, I think just thinking back to my experience, definitely it was that maybe brush to want to leave a current situation and go into the next bucket that that fades your vision or, or blocks your vision from what you know you should be doing versus what's not what's not the right way no i agree with that and and i got a question for you so was there a particular and without getting too much into detail you know let's just get at that anyway so we're good Right. Um, but not getting into too much into detail, but was there a particular situation where you were like, Oh, okay. Something's got to change because though in other situations, I feel good about this, this one right here, mm-hmm. I may be doing something wrong and yeah, I got to follow up after that. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately in one, in one of my, in one of those times, it was too late to change. Mm. It was, it was, you had registered a company too late. It was, you had hired staff too late. You had, you had gotten the work already. And so you can't just, you can't just jump ship and say, nah, forget it. This is not going to work. I'm out of here. So I had terms change on me months after a business was started or after an agreement was in place. And so once terms change and your back is against the wall, at least at the time, which by the way, folks, you can say no. Yeah, you know, no is an option to you too. Just as people are saying no to you and some of the requests that you might make, your, your fear of someone saying no to you should not stop you from asking. Or you, you can respond no to somebody from say a request or something that they make. That, that's why I always say, me getting away from being so afraid of conflict and confrontation and understanding that it's nothing but a conversation that goes back and forth as long as you, your emotions are under control. So, so if you and I could be having a very tough conversation, but as long as our emotions are under control, it seems just like, okay, yo, we're serious. We're, we're, we're going, you know, we're obviously addressing some pretty serious things, but, but it's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's the way business is done. However, if, if, I start screaming and I start cursing and I start, then it's like, whoa, okay, you're immediately out of balance. Like that's just an immediate out of pocket. 
And so I'm realizing that in that situation, it was too late, but I could have still said no to, wait a second, no, that's not what we agreed on. Here's what it is. How about, well, let's meet halfway. So no, and following up with that alternative solution, it at least gives us an opportunity to go back and forth and say, all right, there's another way to do this. It's not just one way out because again, you're afraid of losing the opportunity that you don't even want to put any barriers between you and getting it done. Had a problem saying no to. You know what I mean? This, I think in certain situations, I still have a problem saying no. Still? I think it depends on, I think it depends who it is. Normally, mm-hmm. I've gotten really good at just saying no. And then if I do it, it's like a gift. It's like, oh my God, this is great. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I've, I've gotten better with saying no. But there's certain, like, there's certain people that I'm just like, oh, I mean. Yeah. N- n- yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. Now, my follow-up is, though you've had an experience or whatever, do you battle with, um, you know how, so I'll, I'll say it like this. Like, for me, there's certain flaws that I have, right? Follow me with this. Certain flaws that I have that, I'm fully aware that it can cause me to get hurt multiple times, but um, I don't want to fix it or put a guard up because when the right person comes, then I have this guard of always saying no or never going to be doing this, and the right person comes, and I'm like, nah, but, you know, they're the right person. I just miss right. They're the right. They're not yeah. going to to mistreat or abuse the situation like the others. So I know for me, though it me saying, um, me me offering this or me doing this can be leaving me super vulnerable to get, uh, you know misused in things over and over again, there's going to be somebody that that partnership is going to work perfectly fine, right? Do you battle with that thought process or it's like, nah, I learned I'm good. <laughs> nah, I mean, I'm, I don't know that I battle with it. I think I, I just, I just remind myself to have the conversation early. So it's, 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 it's like, okay, you got burned. Yes. Change. But instead of changing and just being a jerk to everybody, change by having the conversation up front. So before we start making money, before we start doing all this, let's get clear on what's what's out of bounds and what's in bounds. Who's responsible for what? So I just think of that roles, responsibilities, you know, the the compensation. Although if you could just if you could just iron that out in the beginning and and take your time with that that typically resolves everything. And I actually saw a great example where I was almost in the middle. I was just listening in on a conversation and I saw someone do that beautifully where he was being rushed to jump in. It's like, oh, come on, let's just do this and move it. And then the person really stood his ground and very calmly, you know, really showed his boundaries as though, no, no, no. So I just want to be clear that, you know, this is how we would approach this situation. So first we have to and then he laid out his terms. And so immediately it showed that, okay, this is not someone who's a pushover 
or someone who doesn't understand their worth or their value, I have to respect what this person's after. And I, I literally saw the conversation shift and take a different, you know, a, a different direction because that person was just aware enough to say, no, it, it doesn't work like that with me when I'm in the middle of that dialogue. So yeah, I noticed that the, as long as you have those conversations up front, you always clear yourself from investing three months, six months, two years and saying, dang, I shouldn't have been here this whole time. Then you have to carry all that regret, all that hurt, all that frustration and anger, even at yourself and other people, because you couldn't have those conversations early. So for me now, I'm just like, man, have the conversation early, clear it up and get it out the way. I, uh, Davidson said, how, how can a person control him or her emotions? Can you, uh, you got anything for that? How, how do you control your emotions? In what way? I mean, that's such a very wide open question. How do I control my emotions? Like, like you know, like words, how, can you, how can a person control their emotions? Yeah, yeah like, like their own, their own emotions when say things go left or things are about to get heated or, you know, things like that. Do, do you have some that you, that you fall back on for that? Or do you just like, nah, I ain't controlling nothing. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, I can only speak for me. Um, it depends on the situation. I pick my battles. You feel me? Um, but I am a very emotional creature, right? I can get pissed off very quickly. Um, I can get uh, offended very quickly. However, uh, when it comes to business situations, I have to remember that it's facts only, right? And it's not an emotional situation anymore. Um, what I've realized for me is the only time I get emotional about things is when I consider people friends doing business, right? That's when the emotions really come through. And I've been uh, blessed to be in those situations that are more positive when it is like friends in business, but sometimes it, it, it hits a trigger or two, right? Now, if it's just strictly business or an acquaintance or things like that, we're going off facts. I don't, I don't care to waste my emotions on you. No offense, but I don't care to do that because you're not that close with me, so you don't worth, you're not worth my energy. Sounds really bad, but it's very true, right? And when it comes to business, it's never really personal. Took me a minute to figure that out, but it only took me a minute to figure that out because of the environment that I was with and who I did business with. Once I started seeing things outside of that environment, I was like, oh, okay. You know what? I don't have these same issues, right? So if you're going through emotions, it's because you're attached to the situation, right? And you, should, you shouldn't be attached to the person. You should be attached to the results, right? Mm. And now, once you're attached to the results and that kind of makes you emotional, right? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that's a bad thing, right? Like, because now you're attached to if the... Uh, 
if it dips, you're feeling a certain kind of way. Now, what is the motive to to reverse that, right? If it goes high, you're super excited. That's a good thing, you know? So it, there's certain emotions that you could use for it to be a really good motivation and a really good output based off that. If it's off humans, you you gotta you gotta pick your battles with that one and you have to remember within business is never personal. It took me a minute to figure that part out. Um and still going through some of those things as well because I'm one of those people that I like doing business with friends. Like if we're close, if we work and, and this is default me, I Moose will tell you I trust too easily. I I realized that this weekend too. I trust too easily. I let people inside the house too quickly, right? Um, I was talking to Aaron, and I was like, yep. Um, I realize I, I just trust too easy, and I do give my Social Security up um, in a drop of a dime, just thinking, you know, if you did one thing, I love you. I trust you for the rest of my life. One thing, one thing, no. I need, I need to raise that a little bit, but, you know, it is what it is, like like how I was ask, asking most before, like the type of person that I am, I it's easier for me to do business with friends because you have my best interests at heart, I have your best interests at heart, and we're going through the, you know, the same, we're going through the same goals. I'm... I'm now in a nice transition, nice transition, to uh, separate the two with certain individuals, and it keeps me at peace. And so, yeah, long answer. I apologize, yeah. but um, yeah, that that part, that part. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I I connect with with the taking it too personal part. Um, and I think for, for multiple reasons, but primarily because I'm, I'm one to care more about what I'm doing, maybe than the person who owns it or who it's for, mm -hmm. you know, or who I'm doing it with. And it's, it's a pride thing. I've always said it. You, you I don't say much bad about myself. I, I, I like to think I'm a good human, but the one thing that I publicly say is like, man, I got to work on that is, is my pride, you know, and, but I, I, it's a healthy way. And for me, because I have so much pride, I never want to put my name on something and it be average or it be subpar. I don't care about the payout. I don't care about if I'm getting paid or not. I don't care about any of that. If my name is attached to it, I want it to be the absolute most crystal clear thing. And so I think that pride ends up making me care a little bit more than I normally would. And then that makes me take things a lot more personal when it is business, as you mentioned. And so you find yourself responding in a way and, and when you really remove yourself from the situation or think back on it, you realize that you were way too attached emotionally to something that quite honestly is not yours or you don't own. And that, that's the big adjustment that I started to make now is to say, okay, I can give my best until I can give my best until, because there is that cross in the road and, and you want to, you want to create some separation. And quite honestly, this is even if, even if you own it all by yourself, 
you want to create a level of separation between you and the thing that you're doing, because God forbid, if you lose it, you don't want to lose yourself along with it. So it's okay for you to say, okay, I'm dedicated until, but if it goes down, I still have a life to live. I still have my health to care for my family to look after, you know, things like that. So you never want to be so attached to something that it goes down and you trip right in or trip right after it. So for sure, I'm, I'm realizing the importance of don't take it personal, move your emotions from the scenario. And not everything is a personal attack too. I think that was that was something that I used to think about too. It's like, how dare they say this? And I was there. It's like, bro, it, not everything is about you. It's like, dude, just relax. You know, like, you're not the only person in this planet that could initiate someone's, you know, thoughts or emotions or responses. And so I think when I started thinking about it that way and say, bro, I'm. I'm not going to respond based on what I thought this person did or what they should have did or what I would have did in that scenario. I'm going to take it for what it is. I want to control my emotions. If I feel that I have a logical response ready, I'll move forward. If not, I don't have to respond right away. I can take some time and get back to it. I can, I can ask for more time and follow up tomorrow. So that's another thing I realize, you know, when it comes to these conversations, a lot of times we think that if we don't respond right away, we lose. And quite honestly, I learned that in business and especially in negotiations, the person who's willing to walk away holds the most power because you showed that you don't need the opportunity after all. So if you're going back and forth, there's, I don't know, tell me now. It's like, well, uh, I'm not in a position to tell you right now. I'll tell you what, let me follow up in 24. Well, if you follow up in 24, it's not going to be there. Ah, well, that's unfortunate. You know, if if that's the case, I'm willing to take that risk. And then they're going to be like, whoa, you're willing to take that risk and lose this opportunity so that you actually show, you you know, again, that you're aware of your value and you hold some level of power there. So, yeah, I think that between those two things, I, I, uh, I'm able to now control those mess ups that I was making left and right before.